may turn the tide of history. A pure thought entertained may lead to the exercise of a worldwide regenerative power, and a momentary animal impulse may lead to the darkest crime. Have you yet discovered the vast importance of beginnings? Do you really know what is involved in a beginning? Do you know the number of beginnings you are continuously making, and realize their full import? If not, come with me for a short time, and thoughtfully explore this much-ignored byway of blessedness, for blessed it is when wisely resorted to, and much strength and comfort it holds for the understanding mind. A beginning is a cause, and as such it must be followed by an effect, or a train of effects, and the effect will always be of the same nature as the cause. The nature of an initial impulse will always determine the body of its results. A beginning also presupposes an ending, a consummation, achievement, or goal. A gate leads to a path, and the path leads to some particular destination. So a beginning leads to results, and results lead to a completion. There are right beginnings and wrong beginnings, which are followed by effects of a like nature. You can, by careful thought, avoid wrong beginnings and make right beginnings, and so escape evil results and enjoy good results. There are beginnings over which you have no control and authority. These are without, in the universe, in a world of nature around you, and in other people who have the same liberty as yourself. Do not concern yourself with these beginnings, but direct your energies and attention to those beginnings over which you have complete control and authority, and which bring about the complicated web of results which compose your life. These beginnings are to be found in the realm of your own thoughts and actions, in your mental attitude under the variety of circumstances through which you pass, in your conduct day by day, in short, in your life as you make it, which is your world of good or ill. In aiming at the life of blessedness, one of the simplest beginnings to be considered, and rightly made, is that which we all make every day, namely, the beginning of each day's life. How do you begin each day? At what hour do you rise? How do you commence your duties? In what frame of mind do you enter upon the sacred life of a new day? What answer can you give your heart to these important questions? You will find that much happiness or unhappiness follows upon the right or wrong beginning of the day, and that, when every day is wisely begun, happy and harmonious sequences will mark its course, and life in its totality will not fall far short of the ideal blessedness. It is a right and strong beginning to the day to rise at an early hour. Even if your worldly duty does not demand it, it is wise to make of it a duty, and begin the day strongly by shaking off indolence. How are you to develop strength of will and mind and body if you begin every day by yielding to weakness? Self-indulgence is always followed by unhappiness. People who lie in bed till a late hour are never bright and cheerful and fresh, but are the prey of irritabilities, depressions, debilities, nervous disorders, abnormal fancies, and all unhappy moods. 
This is the heavy price which they have to pay for their daily indulgence. Yet so blinding is the pandering to self that, like the drunkard who takes his daily dram in the belief that it is bracing up the nerves which it is all the time shattering, so the liar-bed is convinced that long hours of ease are necessary for him as a possible remedy for those very moods and weaknesses and disorders of which his indulgence is the cause. Men and women are totally unaware of the great losses which they entail by this common indulgence, loss of strength, both of mind and body, loss of prosperity, loss of knowledge, and loss of happiness. Begin the day, then, by rising early. If you have no object in doing so, never mind. Get up and go out for a gentle walk among the beauties of nature, and you will experience a buoyancy a freshness.